Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9 The Game.com. It is Sam and Greg. For the first, well, actually the second time. In the first time in the studio of 2024. Good yeah. to see you, Mr. Crenshaw. How You're are looking you? wonderful. Eric on the other side of the glass. I'm feeling a certain kind of way. The first show of the year. I don't know why I'm talking like Bernie Mac, but let's get into this thing. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a happy new year to you folks in Douglasville. I'm in Douglasville. Out in du- not far from, from me out there on the west side. I, went no, to, I was in downtown Douglasville for the first time. Were you? About a month ago. Remember, I was, I was, they had a, what I thought was a... a uh, a Medicare office down there. I was sending stuff back and forth between pops okay, and spokes okay, down there, okay. and I had to send some stuff out. And I didn't want to go into the city, and so I had to go to Douglasville, but then found out that that place didn't handle what I needed. But it was nice driving around there. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, okay. so I saw some municipal buildings in Douglasville I hadn't seen before. Okay. I remember I went out there and got something. Oh, I got tested once. Okay. I just drove through. It was one of those where you just drive through and they stick the thing up your nose and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that yeah, was yeah. when we all had to do that. Yeah. And I went to... I guess it was their main municipal building, cop shop in okay. Douglasville. Okay. I had a wonderful experience. Did you have a nice time? I go back to Douglasville. I got no problem with it. Well, nice the time? mall's out there. There is. The, what you call it? Arbor, Arbor Place. Arbor Place. Yes. I went and bought some leather out there once. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I didn't say for what. Anyway, man, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> How's this week been? How has <laughs> this week been? And, and let me just tell you once again, for you folks at, uh, well, you, you know, your school, Georgia State. I'm coming in, and this is one of those things that are only really noticeable at night. But I mentioned this last week. I'm going to mention it again. Yeah. Whoever the person is, whatever the department, I would imagine it's maintenance. Y'all need to go over to Home Depot or Lowe's and get yourself a couple of 100-watt bulbs. And get out to that well, sign. Like to open. Get out to and that sign. The, the, the students are The students are back tomorrow. Well, uh, then the deputize one of them. I'm or, just saying the, the, the students will make noise about that when they get They will? There. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm helping they'll, them out. They'll, they'll get, they'll get they that. Get the I, right now, it says Georgia State Unversity. Unversity. <laughs> need to put some lights in that eye and make <laughs> that thing complete. Because it's driving me crazy as I drive in. It looks beautiful. You know, I just want to say this one more time. The downtown area mm-hmm. of this city has grown since I've been here. Oh, People yeah. People who've been here a minute has noticed the growth. And we have, you know, because see, here's what we get all the time. I would imagine you got friends that live in other parts, and they always complain about the drive going through Atlanta. Do they? You get that all the time? 
You will. I, I tell them, depending on what time time of day you're coming. Oh, they they don't care. They you, seem to complain whatever it is, and whenever whatever time of year, whatever time of day. At least that's been my experience. No, they always got something so? nasty to say about you, coming through you, Atlanta. You ride right through with that. You ride right through right this time right now. It's beautiful. Well, Everything, yeah. everything's lit up, and it looks great. And you know, there's, I agree no, there's with you. no there's no crowd for Grady Curve or any of that type thing. You can just drive right on through and see everything right now. It's a nice time to ride through. Through downtown, and you actually don't have to worry about any livestock being on the interstate at this time of day either. No, you no, 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 bulls. Or no, <laughs> no. Out there in Fayetteville by you Rick know. Ross's place, right? You got to worry just, about nothing. Just come on through, man. Well, I I've been getting that for years, and, and people talk about the drive when they come through Atlanta, obviously during the daytime hours. And I'm just telling you right now, now it will. You never forget your first, whatever it is. I don't care what thing we're talking about. You will never forget your first. And so this downtown area, the skyline, whatever you want to call it, will never compare for me to being down on Michigan Avenue and looking at the Chicago skyline. That was my first. Mm-hmm. But this is, I mean, I, I just feel very proud when I come into town here and look at the, how this city has grown. And you can say what you will. It's still got some issues. It's a big city. We're top 10 market. Well, yeah. Right? You're going to have got that. got a lot of things to work on. You're going to have that. But the place looks beautiful. Yeah. And what we have learned and will continue to learn, this is an international city. So the evolution is 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 continuing not just with that southern flair. We got a I mean just people from everywhere around the planet. The here. view, the view you get to see the changes to me is always if you're coming like you said from Arbor Place mm-hmm. on 20 coming yes, east I agree and right with you. there at Six Flags. Yeah. You look at it and you can see the whole it's, city. The skyline. It's crazy. It's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing visual. It is crazy. Yeah, because I get on Thornton Road. So yeah. The next mm-hmm. one down there is big. Right. And on a clear day, you're absolutely right. Now, yeah. there's some parts on the north side uh, when you're coming in. I'll tell you a place that I was surprised at, that road that goes along, I don't know, the pace is something. But it's where the corporate office of Home Depot is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, off 285 there. Pace is very. Okay. So that w- road, if, you, if yeah. you were to take that going north a little bit more, but then come back down it, you can... Really good, nice shot of the city. Anyway, we're just we're just happy about. It's gonna be proud. great, great vantage points. If you haven't been over there to get a look at the city, just go yeah. over there and get, and get a look from over there. There you go. Sam yeah. and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety two nine the game, ninety two nine the game Now this is this is exciting. This is actually like the end of the college football season as far as our show. In that next year, the playoffs are gonna be twelve teams. Yeah. Next week we start back to Saturdays. How about that? We got you got Sam and Greg for two days, both weekend, both weekend days, and um, we just can't thank you enough for letting. We're just going to grab you up a tree, is what we're going to do. <laughs> well, that's usually me, not you. You know, we're going to do that. Nah, gonna... that's not you. Let me let you know what we got going on <laughs> here this morning. Um, going to talk to a couple folks here. I didn't know if there was anything particular other than just the beginning of the year games. But Kyle Sandy's going to join us at 640. Oh, yeah. Talking about the matchups that we have in, in January and what happens when the, when the calendar turns during the basketball season. So that's coming up? Yeah. I don't know if you want yeah. to add yeah. anything oh, to yeah. that. Oh, yeah. But maybe in particular, the high school season. Because right. we always say we pay so much attention to, to football, sometimes we miss the best part of the high school season because those are the games that tape off the tip-off tournaments and the holiday tournaments, and we're still so focused on the football um, they had a great one last night over Grayson. He'll tell, I think he was out there. He'll tell us about that. And then, of course, this coming weekend, the MLK weekend is always a big weekend for our high school basketball in the area. All right. So we got Kyle coming up at uh, 640. Terrell's going to join us at 7, uh, 720. 
talking NBA, talking Hawks. Um, I got a story, and I actually, by the way, I also have the first casting call. Back doing a casting call, there's jobs in front of the camera. It's it's inching along, but if you go to you know get cast with Greg on Twitter, or go to uh, 92.9thegame.com slash casting call, you're going to see the list. It is up. We're going to do a full-blown casting call. I got a question for you. Did you uh, see the movie um, An Officer and a Gentleman? Oh, yeah. Did you see the movie uh, Forget Paris, Billy Crystal? Okay. The stars, the two stars of that show, the female stars of that show, uh, those movies, is Deborah Winger. Mm-hmm. You a Deborah Winger fan? Pretty, pretty much. Okay. I mean, when, when she's doing something. Yeah, she's I got like, no she, beef with Deborah She kind of comes and goes. Well, there's a reason for that. Okay. I, and I had forgotten about it, but it came to light this past week. We're going to talk about that. Deborah Winger is one of those actors, actresses, if you will, that is not universally loved okay. on set. So we're going to talk. I want to talk about something, a story I saw that, mm, this past this past week. And for the first time in 2024, we're going to get uh, Sean Belisian, a different Sean Belisian from up in Detroit. He's the guy we go to when we need to get some hockey updates. But we're also going to get his feel for what's going on and, and, and what people are talking about up there in Michigan. You got a big team getting ready to. You got a team getting ready to go in and perform in the big game tomorrow night. What is going on up there? What's been talked about? Mainly about the coach. What are they saying? What are you hearing about this dude? Is he going to land with the Chargers? Is he going to go to the Bears? Is he going to stay in Ann Arbor? He's going to stay in Ann Arbor. It, it, it depends on what happens tomorrow night. I don't think it does. But we'll, if, let's, if, let's if, if, he, if he wins tomorrow night, why, why, why leave? If he wins why tomorrow, leave if he yeah. wins tomorrow night? Yeah. Because he's about to have an NCAA investigation on his heels again, and that would cause a problem for the kids who did nothing wrong. This is the coming after him because he basically shined a light on him saying, you guys are, you know, toothless. But you still have a job to try to do. But I'm not telling you. I don't have to tell you. And it's this whole thing that goes back to the pandemic. But he basically flipped his nose at him. So they've decided to make an issue of him, even though what he's being accused of Everybody else does. Like, you could just move this little block over to the next college yeah. and if you wanted to, but you want to focus on him. I believe that's the reason why I think he will go. Um, his, his, a lot of his guys are coming out. I don't know if J.J. McCarthy's coming out, but Corum's coming out. And he got a sour taste in his mouth. You know what that is, right? He became one, and you like to make fun of it from time to time. If it wasn't for Beyonce, he might have himself a Super Bowl ring because that was the, she knocked the lights out. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. She got on stage and knocked the lights out in that whole Super Bowl, the Harbaugh Super Bowl. He was up with San Francisco. Imagine how we would talk about not just Harbaugh, but Colin Kaepernick had they won that game. Be a little bit different. Yeah, wouldn't it, though? Be a little bit different. So, anyway, I don't think he goes. You know? I, 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 you know what? I think if he wins, that folks up there would throw such a big force field up around him, whatever he wanted him. You know, it's been so long since Michigan has won one. I think, I think they're, you know – my, I think, as the old saying used to be about Bear Bryant, I think he'd be able to walk on water. Hmm. Okay. You know, if he wins. But well, the other well, side but the other side of it, Greg, is this other team they're playing. Yeah, Washington got something to say about it. But not just, the, not just Washington, but the conference that they're representing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, what is that you know what I mean? now, but, by but, the way? But, but I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> a team could win a national championship from a conference that is evaporating. What a note for that to end on. That's true. The that Conference of Champions is called, right? Pac-12 is known as the con- – that's the name of it. They call themselves the Conference of Champions. They call themselves that. Well, that's that's, that's that. what they're known as, the Conference of Champions. Okay. 
is going away. But what if a team from the Conference of Champions wins it all tomorrow night? What would be the better story then? Coming I, I know that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You, you got either way. You got great stories tomorrow night. I you really you, do. I think you have an overall season. I know. Well, I've been saying this for a while. Despite what happens tomorrow. The last line of the thirty for thirty about this season for Michigan, more more importantly, Harbaugh, will be determined tomorrow night. But it's already done. But also the last line of that conference. Well, that too. The that's, a whole other, the that's a whole other thirty for thirty. Right. But this season for this dude, <laughs> what he's getting through, and then the team. Oh, you're gonna take our coach away? No problem. They got. They did the Phil Jackson. They got the two three piece. Got <laughs> two, yep. three piece in that. So that's definitely a 30 for 30. Anyway, and uh, coming up after Sean Belisian, D. Orlando Ledbetter. Talking about, speaking of seasons, the Falcons. They got a Oof. chance to just, you know. Do... <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> okay, that's that, that's one to use. Yep. You hope they have some wolf going up against them, you know, the Saints. You hope, but, you know, we will see. So we can, we're going to get the thoughts of D. Led coming up. Later on, before we turn things over to the Wade Ford tailgate show, I'm going to say this throughout the show today, Sam. Happy, excuse me, Merry Christmas to all of those Serbians in our audience. Today ah. is Serbian Christmas. Okay. So, want to just again, there's people out there right now going, I can't believe he reached out to me like that. And by the way, that's just how my caregiver talks. So I'm not making fun of you. So this is how I know this uh, Radicia and Branco, who live in Sarasota. They are celebrating Christmas today. Had a big Christmas Eve yesterday, and they're doing it tonight. So I'm going to make sure I highlight that. Anyway, you ready? You got a story of the week? Do we have time for it? Uh, we got time for one. It's time for Sam and Greg's story of the week. Could be sports. Grapefruit League activity. Could be news. Could be entertainment. This is our first time on the VMAs. It could be, well, anything. You know what I'm saying? Sam and Greg's story of the week on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Sam and Greg. All right. Uh, mine's quick if you want to save yours till the next segment. Because we, can, we can do it then. Because mine it just has to do with one letter. All right, go ahead. M. I think you know one part of it. And that's Michigan being in this game tomorrow night. And I don't say that because I care that much about Michigan. I just want to, I just want to wipe that. I just, you know, I just want her happy. And it has been a mixed bag in my house for the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Because you got this going on on one hand. And then the other thing that has to do with an M is we're dealing with mold. Ooh. People out there who have dealt with this in their home know what I'm talking about. It doesn't really affect me but it affects her. She's got that system where she's been walking around sounding like she's got her nose stuck in a, you know, bunch of things that make you sneeze, whatever it might be. Cats, things that are blooming. She's just miserable. So we're having that addressed. But last week or so, it's been either what's going to happen with this team and her young. A dude across the street text us, are you okay? Because they heard her screaming. When one of the runs by Blake Corum happened. <laughs> and they thought, oh, Greg's killing this woman up in this house. They wanted to make sure she was okay, right? You hear something, say something. So they were saying something. And a couple neighbors literally text to find out if she was okay. But anyway, it's mold in Michigan. Those are my stories of the week. I'm, you want to come back with yours? Um, yeah, because we're up against it. We want to we try and get this back on time. Here. Okay, 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 okay. So we're going to come back along with that. Going to talk some Falcons and... Um, Stuff going on around the NFL. It is Sam and Greg just getting started on this Sunday morning, the seventh day of January. Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. Take us with you in the Odyssey app.
Watch Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on the Sunday morning, January 7th. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. I, you know what? Before we go any farther, Eric, would you come on here for a second? Uh, I haven't talked to you because, see, we weren't here last week. And you weren't with us last week. I got to go. Do no, I was Did with you Sunday. I was not with you New Year's Day Monday. Right. Yes. So how was your New Year's? Did you and the family or whatever you did, did you have an enjoyable time? You, have you had a good entry into 2024? Well, yes. Um, today's the seventh of the, of the year. I'm going to go ahead and give my brother a shout out. It's his 50th birthday today. So oh. happy birthday, big bro. Happy, happy 50th. Birthday. Happy birthday. Um, New Year's Eve was great. I, I survived amateur night. Okay. Okay. You right here. Oh, survived the amateur night, and uh, so far so good. And looking forward to seeing what happens today in NFL and uh, tomorrow night with the Natty Championship. Yep, yep. I'll be pulling for Big Blue. I want you happy, Greg. I need you. I need you happy over there. I don't want you calling me saying you need somewhere to bunk out. Turn your mic. <laughs> turn, turn your mic on. Oh, no, no, no. Turn your mic on. No, 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 no. I don't. I won't need a place to sleep. I won't. Plus, I well, got, you might want to run away. I don't know. No, I do not. It ain't like that. It's, listen, she'll be miserable. And listen, Misery I'm, loves here, company. I'm here after what happened last year. Yeah. You know? and right. last, yeah. At least they made it to the big game. Last, I was saying, year. Last year wasn't a natty. It's, it's different when you lose. No, no. Who'd they lose to last year? Um, TCU. Right. Yeah, they you did. don't want to lose to TCU. Okay. Get beat by Alabama? Okay. <laughs> Get beat by, not TCU. Understandable. And, okay, and so, I got you. You know, that was, that she was miserable in. But um, listen, it, every every guy out there who's married knows what I'm, what I mean. Whether you you have a connection to whether it's a sporting event or, or whatever it is they got going on in life, you want your lady happy. Yeah, I just got it a fictional. Just, I want you're right about that. I got a fictional question for you then. Okay, Uh-oh, what uh-oh. kind of bliss will be in the the Clarkson household if Michigan wins the Natty and the Lions make the Super Bowl? I'm we not even gonna say they that. win it, we, make it. Yeah, we talked about that. Um, it'll be, it'll be very nice. It, listen. Can you ride it all through the whole 2024? <laughs> I, yeah, but man. See, I got equity build up. See, I don't do. How I, much I'm, goodwill? I'm not a knucklehead. I learned a long time ago. You got credit in the bank. You know, when I talk about that cruise ship, <laughs> yeah, that was like college for me. Okay. And I learned a lot about the opposite sex then. And what I learned after I got off the ship was I will never, ever learn everything I need to know about the opposite sex. Well, that yeah. was the one thing. So I don't come out there going, oh, yeah, I know everything. You know them guys say, I know how to handle this. I know how to. No, no, no. You're a knucklehead if you think that. See, that's right? advice from Uncle Greg and Uncle, I'm just Uncle saying, Sam. There you it's go. always there you listen, go. Doctors, doctors, what do they do when they, when they open up their own place? What do they call it? They already got the sheepskin on the wall, right? They're called doctors, right? Yeah. What, what are their offices called? Practices? Thank or? you. Oh, that's So you never practice. really complete, right? It's <laughs> always about trying to learn more. So I take a page from that. Now, that's going to be nice, man. And it'll be the first time something like that happens in her lifetime. Just like I saw in 2016. Listen, 2016, I'm good for the rest of my life. My father had to wait 90-plus years before he saw Cubs win the World Series. (laughs) I've seen it now, okay? So I'm good. I've seen the Bears. I've seen the Blackhawks. I've seen the Bulls win it. You know, so now that the Cubs are dead, I'm good. That's why, you know, and she will have that if, if that happens. And a lot of people are pulling for that. Now, the bigger question is if that happens and then her coach leaves. Whoa. That's a whole other episode of Oprah, right? But at least they got the chip. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Uh, but this is not why you called. What was your story of the week, Mr. Crenshaw? Oh, my story of the week. My goodness. You need to go, go back to that? Yeah. A uh, whole lot of money dropped on Women's March Madness this week. I saw that. 
And what does that mean to you? Man, eight years, uh, $920 million for the rights to the women's tournament um, means the caliber of play is great. They're excited about the players. But we had a little drama last year. We had a little drama. Okay. And you know what I mean? And, and it made people pull their seats up a little bit closer. And, and <laughs> what, you know what I mean? In. You know, yeah, man. It, it, and and, and, and uh, we got some some characters that people, you know, following right now and down at LSU and over at South Carolina and, you know, up at, you know, up at Iowa. She had a big shot this week, Caitlin did. Yes, yeah, she did. People, you know, and, and who, and who went, went screaming at the officials afterwards? All the way from Columbia, South Carolina, Dawn Staley. Did she? She's already. I'm, I'm telling you, man. Oh, I know. She's I'm, she's ready. She's she's, she's prime. She's, she's ready to suit up. She's, you know what I mean. But I'm just saying, it's getting folks re- reminding people of all the drama with the women's tournament and how, how how intriguing it was last time, and reminding people of that. And she was the one. She was the mouthpiece talking about the lack of money in this sport, or more importantly, the lack of a commitment yeah. by the networks well, this for this sport. Yeah, we, Eight you, year, 920 mil, and, and some fantastic young talent that has come in in places like Southern Cal and, and, and Notre Dame, some, uh, some, some thrilling young freshman players. It, it's, you know, it's found out that people will tune in and, and watch uh, the ratings from last year. So this is what we got. We got that deal. So I thought it was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty big. Yeah, and it's and the funny thing is it, you know how you can watch the evolution of a sport and you know, like you think about football right now and where it is and how it got here on the backs of those, not just the players but those coaches, from from back in the day and and how it ascended because of their personalities and so on and so forth and we know it on college football level, but college women's basketball has traditionally had one or two. And the competition was usually between those two. How long did we live through Pat Summit and Gino Auriemma? Yeah, and that was just it. Uh, another coach, you turn up here, and then and then and then you get uh, what's her name? She and I think she started in Baylor, wasn't it? Um, Mulkey, Kim Mulkey, Kim Mulkey, yeah. And there were a few other ones, but now you have this, and plus they're 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 part of the consciousness. They're in our faces now with NILs, so this is the perfect time for a network to do what they're doing. And you have charismatic coaches, as you said. And listen, I want to see a rivalry between Don and, and Kim Mulkey. Yeah, I really do. I think that because be because lot. the deal is LSU won the championship without beating South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So he was okay. You won the national championship, you, but you didn't beat us. Yep. You know. <laughs> so that's the thing. Uh, Mark and Cal, I'm looking at, at the schedule. Schedule January 25th. January 25th. Is South Carolina versus LSU? Yeah, put that put that one down. Yeah, you want to put that one down. Put that put that one down. Um, what was I? I I, I uh, mentioned this. Oh, we were talking earlier. I mentioned this is um, Christmas in Serbia, and I'm, I'm wondering if this will happen. You talk about load management all the time in the NBA. We're going to get there, mm-hmm. but I just thought about this. The Nuggets are playing Detroit of all teams tonight at home. Does he sit? Does Noka sit? Does he sit? I don't know. The MVP, the league MVP, the MVP, does he sit on Christmas? You know LeBron would. You know that a lot of some of the other stars would sit. This is I don't even think people the people know that it's it's Christmas except for maybe in Denver they know that because he's maybe mentioned it. Right. I don't right. Know, it's just something interesting. I just thought I'd He'll probably throw that play. out to see He'll if he sits play. or not. All right, man. Listen, the folks back home are going to be watching. Yes, they will. Yes, they. Will. Yeah. What time of day is that too? That's another thing. Yeah, really. Um, you know, we, 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 you know, 
I don't even know how to really. Let's just say it's Saints and Falcons today. I was trying to think it's, of something it's clever Saints, to say. It's Saints, or just Falcons, whatever, but it's not. Uh, people are still going down to the game. People are still people from Atlanta still make the trip, you know, down there because it's it, it's this event that it, it always is. There's a little something hanging. Well, I said a little something. There's a lot hanging in the balance today. Um, unfortunately, we I think we'll find out at game time who the starting quarterback is going to be. Um, they aren't completely eliminated too from the it, playoffs. Who's this? Falcons. No, they're not. They're not completely eliminated. They're not. No, no. They, they win, and Tampa Bay loses. Yeah. No. That's. Let me ask you this: you want to you want to pick, or you want to get eliminated in the first game? Because you think they're going to make a deep dive in the playoffs? No, I mean, but it, but it still it still would be nice to make it. You know, I mean, I'm not looking for this team to even if they made it going in. With a winning record, I'm not looking for them to, to to run to the Super Bowl, but you still want them to make it. You feel like that's the next step, and that's a step in the right direction overall. So overall, yeah, you'd love to see this team find some kind of way to make it in. It's, it's not looking good, and it's their own fault. Mm-hmm. It's their own fault. But, um, you know, if they get a chance today to go down, play a good game, they've beaten this team once already this season. They beat them when they played them uh, back in November here in town. So they had success against this team. Not that that makes a difference, but they do. They, they have beaten them. And to, to go down there, it would be a good way, first of all, a good way to end the season. Um, but also it gives yourself a chance in case, in case Tampa Bay slips up. Listen, I'm nonplussed about this whole thing. I, I, I've invested time and, and, and energy into thinking that these guys would recognize what they have. Listen, I'm as frustrated as anybody else. If you had been using the weapons that you have throughout the season, we may not be in this situation. If you stuck with one quarterback and altered how you coached him or the situations you put him in, you might be in a different situation. Listen, this is just me armchair quarterbacking, but still, I just feel frustrated because I can't tell you how many times I got up for a game thinking they're going to do what they're going to do, and then, boom, get knocked back into the easy chair. Yeah. And then you wait a week or so. Then you get back up again. Oh, this is the game they're going to do, and, and then pff, knock back down. So my investment, my energy investment is it's like flatlined at this point. Let's wait and see what happens. As you said, let's wait and see who the quarterback is, and let's see how they fare. My question is this. To both of you, who's hungrier going into this game, the Saints or the Falcons? Because at the end of the day, it's about hunger. Who wants it more, True. whether you're on the road or not? Yeah. Saints know they're going to have some fans in that building. Right. So who – wants it more because they feel like once we get into the second season, we can make some noise. That's a question. I don't know if there's an easy answer to it. Your thoughts, Mr. Slaughter? The Saints want it more. You do? Yes, they're at home. They were the technical preseason pick to win this division. It wasn't the Falcons. It was not the Falcons. They feel like they are, are a better team. They want it more. I don't think the Falcons have a lot of confidence right now. I think the Falcons hear the rumors. The Falcons read. The Falcons listen. They know that they got a lot of question marks. And like you said, they don't even know who the quarterback's going to be this afternoon. It's going to be a surprise to everybody. I said that kind of tongue-in-cheek because they're going to have some fans in the building. But I, actually, Atlanta's going to have some fans in the building too. But I just, I just feel like they – it's not fair. Well, I mean, they both, they, they both have a want to win this one because – I just feel like Even the, if there's no postseason for them, you want to win. You want to end the season on, on a winning note. So they both want that. You know what I mean? Uh, the, the Falcons want to go in, you know, go, go in and, and play well. 
they, they do want it. To me, this hunger, they do want to finish on a winning note, regardless of what happens going forward and, you know, regardless of how this season has been. So, I mean, to me, they want to go down and, 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 and play well. I just, I just don't understand the mind. I wish I could understand the mindset of this team or a team when you get into this particular situation because, Sam, it ain't just about what they do between the white lines. It's the, it's the constant noise they have been hearing about their team, about the individual players, about the coaches and what the coaches aren't doing. Or are doing in some cases because D-Led came out here a few weeks ago and talking about giving them too much stuff to do, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's that, and then there's also the conversation about so-and-so may end up as this particular new head coach or this particular player being traded here. So all this stuff on the periphery, if they don't win in New Orleans, may happen. It's just a lot of noise surrounding the team that's sitting here wondering whether or not they're going to even make the playoffs or not and what the future is going to look like. And nobody's heard from the guy whose name is on the, you know, well, not on the statements Mercedes-Benz, but Mr. Blank. You know, he, he, no. he, he keeps things back. Well, everything you read about him is that he's, he's kind of torn. He's kind of torn. He, he realizes he, you know, he hears his customers. That's right. been the hallmark of his professional life is hearing, hearing his customers, right? And his customers are not, are, are, no, they are, aren't happy. are, are not happy. Uh, at, at the same time, he realizes what making a coaching change would mean to everything that we've been trying to build. It means you're starting all over again, you know. So, so that that's that's the whole that's the, the whole thing about it, um, and what that represents. So that's it's not just an open and shut case, easy decision to make, as some people may want it to be. Well, that's why they call us fans. We're fanatics, right? Well, we yeah. well, we're yeah. not looking at yeah. this clearly, but at the end of the day, th- there are lots of moving parts that in in other years when you come to the end of the season and you have a similar situation where you just know that, you know, there's still an uphill battle. Maybe next year this will happen. But he knows, meaning ownership, they know that they could make some drastic moves with some people who have proven to be better at their job, whether it's on the sidelines or in the huddle, that are going to be available. And if you get the right coach, there's some Opportunities to get some draft. I'm just saying, it's not as shut, uh, easy as, as it's been in the past and open and shut cases as to why you just kind of rest on your laurels and let's hope that next season is better. No, you could make some moves in this offseason. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a wait and see. We're not done talking. Yeah, me, meanwhile, as we, as we search for a quarterback, how about the guy last night for, for Houston? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that, is that our, is that our um, offensive rookie of the year? I really think so. You know, I think he's coming. I think he's shown himself. Uh, C.J. Stroud walks right off the, the college campus into a team that had been struggling, and here they are making the playoffs last night. Pretty impressive performance yeah, by, that, by that young and you man. Get, you keep, <laughs> keep the folks in Carolina away from open windows, too, because they had a chance at them. Anyway, we are going to talk uh, high school basketball. We turn the calendar into 2024. There's some big games coming up, and there's no other person to talk to better than Kyle Sandy when it comes to this. And he's going to join us next. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you in the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9thegame.com. And it's Sam and Greg. Good morning on Sunday. It's January, July, January 7th. And uh, it's cold outside. Yeah, it is. And not just cold, it's windy too. So, Well, yeah, yesterday, I kept waiting for yesterday to get better, and it just wouldn't. No. Yeah, what? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? right. It kept teasing. It was you a raining. Bit. It looked like the sun. Oh, like the sun gonna try to come through? No, I'm gonna come the clouds right back in. <laughs> you know.
Don't you hate that? All day, man. And, All day. And, and trying to get a dog to go outside and let, no, it's, it's too cold. Yeah, yeah, it ain't, going, ain't going out there. Ain't going nowhere. And they, you know, I just basically got to go. Hey, on this date, yes, 1994, the U.S. Women's Figure Skating Championship was held, and the winner was Tanya Hardy. Okay. <laughs> oh my. You know, there's a reason we know her name. She was a pretty good skater. Yes, she was. She so, was. So you know, she got it done. This was before the Olympics. What was it? 94. Lilyhammer. That sounds about right, huh? 90. I think it was Lilyhammer. Was the 94. Winter Olympics, where they, they got into that whole hubbub. Bub. Okay. Well, I guess maybe our guest would know. You know no. That, you don't think so? I don't think so. Wow. That, that's selling them short, but as we bring them on here, yeah. maybe we should ask them that. Uh, we'll ask him. Kyle Sandy, friend of the show. Morning. He some walk-on music there. Kyle, good morning. Happy New Year. And did you hear a little back and forth? And did you um, have any sort of thoughts on Tanya Hardy? Good morning, you guys. Tanya Harding now. Is that the one that did the damage to she's the She's the one who did the damage, well, yes. No, she's the one yeah. who did the hiring. Right, right, right. And that, that was her boyfriend, or who was it? was her husband. It was someone that, her husband, yes. Yeah, yeah. Bad news back in the day, right? <laughs> Not good. Bad news it back was, in the day. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they weren't very competent. Just a little bit of bad news. That's <laughs> Not good, not good, man. How you doing this morning? Yeah, man. I'm okay. I'm okay. I got a couple hours of sleep. I saw a lot of good basketball yesterday, and uh, 2024, New Year is here, so I am doing well, you guys. Fantastic, fantastic. I was explaining to Greg how we get to the first of the year, the calendar changes, and we started getting into more of our, you know, the, the region schedules, but there are still some great events to take place, and boy, they had one yesterday out at Grayson. Yeah, the Grayson New Year's Classic is quickly become um, must-see basketball for any basketball fan in the state of Georgia when you turn over that calendar year and get into January. Um, there's no better way to tip off uh, the new year with great boys basketball than at the Grayson New Year's uh, Classic. We had really the top teams in the state of Georgia play. We saw Grayson in action. They they picked up a 17-point win over North Broward Prep, McEachern, uh, took care of business against Alexander, 58-46. We get to see Ace Bailey put up 19 points and 13 rebounds, a five-star commit going to Rutgers. And then even the, the third, I guess you could say, the big game out of the, the, the last three out of the seven, uh, Wheeler was able to hold off Langston Hughes, 64-59. So really the best of the best in the state of Georgia. On the boys' side, we're in action yesterday at Grayson. It was a great event, and it was a packed house. Hey, hey, Kyle, tell me about this tournament, because I've never heard of that before, uh, for those in our audience who haven't either. Why Grayson, and how long has this tournament been going on? Oh, Grayson obviously is, uh, when you think about high school basketball in the state of Georgia, Grayson has really become one of the powerhouses in the state, a, a national powerhouse now nationally ranked for the past few years. Uh, they've been really, really good. So Coach Joffrey Pearson Company have decided to just put on that event when you have a great program like that you can attract talent to come over to your own location and they want to tip it off and get after it and this has been going on it's not super long maybe three or four years now if i'm not mistaken uh but obviously it's grown and grown and grown and gotten bigger and bigger and bigger uh with some great attractions and the thing i like about it the most uh is it's pretty much all georgia teams you, you had north broward prep come up from florida but other than that, like it's it's the best of the best in Georgia, and I love watching my GHSA hoops 
Um, so if you're a fan of tracking even the state rankings, all these teams, we have multiple number one ranked teams, a couple teams ranked number two. Uh, they are really all on display at Grayson. Uh, so Coach Pearson's staff has done a great job of building this up, and uh, they have the star power there, so why not go come support? You homer. <laughs> and, he doesn't, and, and he doesn't apologize no, for like it. Harry Carey. <laughs> he does not apologize oh. for it, folks. That's Kyle Sandy, and he is social. You can always find him at Kyle Sandy three fifty five at Kyle Sandy three fifty five. Greg and I were both looking at your at your, at your rankings and, and um, as we go into the first of the year, and some familiar faces are there, but there are some other teams that are doing some good things. You mentioned Alexander, um, you know, and 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 the fact that they they lost, but they're still having a fantastic start to their to their season. Um, thoughts about this team and you know going forward from there. What what, what are you looking for? Yeah, 6A is a really interesting classification this year. Of course, it, it feels like Alexander is the favorite. They won the state title last year. Coach Jason Slate's got a lot of talent on that roster. Braden Liu uh, going to Kennesaw State is a, a, a star power player, a, a six foot eight senior that can do a, uh, pretty much everything on the floor. But they added Jermaine Freeman from South Cobb, a really good shooter. Alan Stoddard moved in. From New Manchester, he supplied a, a lot of athleticism and length around the rim. And then Gregory Dunson, the sophomore guard, he's really elevated his play to the next level. So Alexander, it feels like uh, they're the team to beat, but Shiloh's been really, really good in Class 6A. Uh, but then after that, you know, Langston Hughes has been tough, but it's been a really a wide open field, it feels like. Outside of the top two, really, of Alexander and Shiloh, who seem like they might be a slight cut above the rest, um, I always have a hard time filling out the top 10 in 6A because everybody beats everybody, and it's just a lot of great parity. So I think when we fast forward into March, we might see some teams in that Final Four that you don't necessarily always see playing uh, deep into the season. So that's a classification to keep an eye on. If you're a fan of one of these teams in the top 10, outside of the top 10, if you're a good program, you have a really great shot of taking a deep run this year. So that's going to be a classification to keep an eye on. Kyle Sandy is joining us here. Always check out Sandy Spiel uh, when you want to know about anything going on here. In the state of Georgia, in high school basketball, boys and girls. And before we get to the girls, I got a question for you, something that you mentioned a second ago. Because Sam has educated me in high school football and where this state traditionally ranks second, third, whatever, you know, depending on who you talk to. Where is that for um, high school boys basketball? As far as the national rank, you talked about Grayson being one of those national powers. I was just curious, as far as when you talk about high school basketball around the country, you know, where where are the areas, where are the locations, where are the states that are at the top? I would like to think Georgia is easily top five in the nation. Of course, you got your Californias are huge. They're always going to have good teams. Texas, big state. Florida's really tough, but Georgia – when, you know, when I think about high school basketball, legitimate high school teams, not IMG Academy and Montverde and all these, you know, prep schools that pop up and they take kids from all over the state and all over the country and national programs that, you know, really uh, bastardize the idea of high school basketball. You grow up here, you play here. Now I know, of course, we have a lot of transfers in the GHSA, but these kids are going to high school and it's, you know, academics first and then athletics. When it comes to just straight high schools, I think Georgia's the best when it comes to high school basketball in the entire nation, just because we don't have these pop-up prep schools that come open and then kids come in from 
all over the place. For the most part, these are legitimate high schools. I can go to Grayson. I can walk the halls. I can see the classrooms. These are real high schools. They're <laughs> getting an education, and they're having a great time earning scholarships in basketball as well. So I really do think when you talk about just true high schools, uh, Georgia's the best bar none in my opinion. Boy, okay, just, now, 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 the guy on the other side of the glass from us here now, you don't know Eric Slaughter, is from the Baltimore area. And the folk up there kind of think they, their high school basketball has been something kind of special for a long time. And he's sitting over there. he got a little smile on his face, Kyle. <laughs> I don't know what Kyle knows about Dunbar and Lake Clifton and, uh, you know, DeMatha and all those schools up there. You know a little bit about that, Kyle? I heard about those teams. Sometimes they come to Georgia and, you know, they, they get handled by these Georgia teams. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good, he said get handled. They're good historic programs. I will, I will give you that. But I think the depth of what Georgia has, and again, Georgia, GHSA, we have rules. Some teams abide by them. Some teams don't. It's supposed to be the wild, wild west of moving and transferring and stuff. And I'm sure in some of these other is a little bit more lax than maybe what we have here in Georgia. But I'll put our top Georgia teams up against anybody, and you see it with Grayson when they play that national schedule. You see it with McEachern. You see it with the Kells of the world. Uh, we have some really, really good programs that can compete with pretty much anybody in the entire country. That would be a heck of a basketball showdown, Georgia versus DMV. You know, Georgia versus happen. DMV Same. matchup. You, you know what happen. I mean? I think we make that mm-hmm. happen. And then we bring all the alumni back because the DMV alumni versus the state of Georgia alumni, that would be a heck of an alumni game, Yeah, it would. Too. Yeah, it would. The yeah, question would. is, on which team, and a lot of people don't know this, on which team would the Wilkins brothers play for? Because we claim them in the yeah, I DMV. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, okay. A lot of okay. people don't realize that, but okay. those are our guys. <laughs> you My know. thing is I'm surprised that he didn't mention two areas. One was New York because you're just the perception of, you know, just schoolyard basketball and, and everything that they have. Well, up it's there. playground, but when the but, schools, most of the schools, when you hear rising, are, are, are private schools. Okay, again, I, I was mo- surprised for, for about the most that. Part and the other state I was surprised he didn't mention was Indiana. Yep, or Indiana or Kentucky. Yeah, well, where, or, or where Kentucky. are they equal to, below, or above Georgia? Would you say the traditional powers, or at least have been? Yeah, it's it's a completely different style of basketball. When I've talked to high school coaches and even scouts, like it's a different style of ball. When you get up to those Midwest states, um, three-point shooting and just the execution oh, level is yeah. usually through the roof. Yep. When you come to Georgia, you have you know a little maybe a little bit more size, more athleticism, more up and down style of play. Of course, we have the shot clock here, which changes things. So sometimes when you see when these teams go to these out-of-state tournaments. They go to these states where they don't have the shot clock, and then it's just a, a little bit of a different feel. It's a little bit slower. These teams are more methodical with their offense. There is very good basketball being played in those states, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, and like I said, they can really space the floor and, and hit some outside shots, and they have some guys that are dual-sport athletes as well that come off the football field and make a really big impact. But when you kind of blend it all together, like I think the best of the best, is going to be here in Georgia, but there's some terrific coaches, great programs out in those Midwest states as well. And that, that always leads to some very interesting um, matchups and everything like that. But we just saw, like, Kel, I believe they went to the Arby's Classic, and they, they cruised their way to the uh, the title, winning that, that tournament over there. Um, but, yeah, that is a, a differing brand of basketball. And it's just something that our teams necessarily don't see all that much. Yeah. Um, but it does make, you know, they say styles make fights. And I do think if we got up there and played some of these top teams and 
like you said, Indiana, Kentucky, um, there would be some really good games there. They like to run the picket fence and they don't get caught watching the paint dry. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, Douglas this week, uh, the, the 3A, Douglas and Sandy Creek will play this week. And we, we, once again, we get into the region games, and, you know, sometimes we don't have the intriguing matchups, but that's a pretty good one here starting the early part of the region schedule. Yeah, you're right. That, that whole region five, Sandy Creek, Cedar Grove, Douglas, that's one, two, and three in class 3A as far as the top 10 goes. Um, you know, Douglas heading into this week, I don't know what they did off the top of my head. I'll do some research on that. But they were 11-7. and seven. Uh, Cedar Grove was 8-5. and five. Sandy Creek was 10-2. and two. And you, you say, oh, 11-7, 8-5. Cedar Grove and Douglas and Sandy Creek, of course, for that matter, they've all played really, really tough non-region opponents. There's only four teams in that region, so they have so many games to play with in the non-region schedule. So they're they're going to be tough. Douglas and Cedar Grove, they have some transfers that moved in this offseason that has really bolstered up that uh, lineup for both respective programs to kind of be able to compete with Sandy Creek. But mm-hmm. that round one of seeing Douglas and what they're going to be able to do, uh, Noah Treadwell transferred in over there. they got a, a couple other good players. The McHale brothers are really tough. Um, that is going to be a really nice measuring stick match. And they want to see where they're at when they play uh, a team like Sandy Creek. Because Sandy Creek, uh, they just romped their way to the state title last year in Class 3A, blew out Cedar Grove. They beat them, I think it was four times last year maybe, and all those times were by about 25 or more. Um, so that is going to be a, g- a good first opening salvo to see just how far off maybe Cedar Grove and Douglas, if they're far off at all, when they play Sandy Creek. Yep, that's coming up on Tuesday. All right, next weekend is going to be a big weekend, King Holiday weekend. Uh, awful lot of great high school basketball, but Cal, we appreciate you getting up and spending some time with us. Yeah, we need more time morning. with you. Yeah, man. Because he, 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 his contempt for the overall sport was heard loud and clear. And were this real sports, we'd do a deeper dive. Uh, yeah, we'd find out. We'd, we'd press him about that. What do you mean some of these schools aren't uh, education doesn't come first? Oh, boy. Yeah, see, <laughs> he, he knows. in trouble now. It's like when Mike Wallace used to knock on the door. <laughs> Check out your business. <laughs> hey, man, enjoy the rest of your weekend, Kyle. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Happy New Year. As Happy always, New Year Happy to you, New man. Year too. Kyle Sandy joining us here. Moving into the 7 o'clock hour, Terrell Thomas from These Urban Times will join us. Mr. Crenshaw, I'll let you know what's going on locally. And I got a full-blown casting call. It is up and running. Remember, 8 o'clock straight up, we're going to get an update on the first half of the NHL season. Man, something happened yesterday or day before that I knew was coming. And it will affect the NHL All-Star game. Did they already have that yet? No, I don't think so. Anyway, and it just... Uh, you just kind of saw it coming. I can't wait to talk to Belizean about that. D. Orlando Ledbetter, he's going to join us. So we still got a full show. And in case you want to join us about anything that's coming up, 404-726-0929. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.